This is the Pro Audio Suite Podcast. Quick Bites. Welcome to another Pro Audio Suite Quick Bites. This week we're talking about microphones because we're all playing with different ones this week. George, what have you got? Well, this was my idea to talk about this because I, I owe a good friend of mine this, this little review, and that is I'm on the Sennheiser MK4 Digital today. Wow. Um, it's on loan to me from Thomas Machen, who's uh, someone I know from our other show, VOBS. He's a big fan, and he had lent me the, um, uh, some other mics to demo in the past. But anyway, I've had this forever. It was time to put it up and try it. It's a Sennheiser uh, large diaphragm condenser. It's called the MK4, and they partnered with Apogee to do the AD converter and preamp. So if you kind of think of it as like the Apogee mic, but a Sennheiser large diaphragm version of it, that's kind of what you got. And uh, I'm just sitting in my living room right now, very comfortable on the sofa with the mic about, I don't know, six inches away, no pop filter, and uh, sounds pretty good. Now, I have to take your word for it because it has no headphone monitoring. And that, to me, is the real downside of this mic. It's a USB mic, and it's not a cheap one. It's about 400 U.S., and uh, it just has that one proprietary Apogee cable that goes to your computer or your iPhone. And uh, that's it. So I, I don't like that feature. Uh, I wish it had the headphone jack. If you monitor through your workstation, the driver has some latency Definitely. to it. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you've got a really good machine with really low latency, you know, might be on a monitor with low latency. Like I'm in Twisted Wave. I could go here and turn on playthrough. On the iOS version of their software, they have a driver called Maestro. It actually lets you control the latency. So there's an ultra low, low, and normal. So it's, I guess, probably usable. But, you know, in the context I'm using it, you can't monitor yourself. So I did some playback tests earlier. It definitely is clean. Very low noise. Very good sounding mic. So if you just want a really great sounding mic you can plug and play, that's that's this mic. But... Forget monitoring it. Not not an easy way to do that. Yeah, that's a drag. But it does sound good. Uh, yeah, it does yeah. sound good. What are, what are you on, Robert? Um, well, right now I'm on a four six. Oh, sorry, a forty one six. Got to get it right, you know. Yeah. Um, but then I, I do have a KSM forty four from Hometown Shore, and uh, oh it, yeah, it, it's it's in my hand actually, and I. I've been really kind of digging these mics for a while. I, I think they um, kind of give you a lot of value uh, for for the for the price. You know, like it's still like a good five hundred dollar mic. I even see people trying to sell them for a thousand, but very quiet, good sounding, and seems to be not talked about a lot. Um, you know, that's sh- the forty four you said. The forty four, which is the multi pattern, they they've sold is a crap production. Of- I don't know that it is or it isn't out of. I assume it's still in production. They've yeah. sold a lot of like twenty sevens and thirty twos, which are the cardioid sure. versions and more. The I state. like the thirty two. Yeah, yeah, this is this is. It has a nice dark smooth sound to it. I could plug it in if you guys want. Um, so is the forty four like a multi pattern in thirty two? Yes, it's a multi pattern with a pad and three roll offs. Um, and wow. and has kind of a I think like a as a, the thirty two does has this kind of nice Art Deco look to it I think yeah the design's cool and I love the smooth top end of the yes thirty two I've been putting them up in front of women's voices now for a long time mm. I think they sound really complimentary with women's voices yeah yeah it's it's been one that I've 
I've been digging, and um, I just don't see a lot of people talking about them. And I kind of thought, like, why not? I yeah. think the problem with Sure is, you know, there's a, they're a massive company promoting a million products to 10 different markets, you know, and they're just, they just, sometimes their the PR department or marketing just forgets to push certain mics, you know. Sure, sure. But that one is definitely a, Here, let's, a great quality product. Let's try this for a second. I'm going to guesstimate where the diaphragm is in the 416. Um, so let's see. The cat is around the corner. All right, now, everyone, this is going to be loud. Everyone just pull your headphones off. You ready? Yep. All right, am I there? Yeah. And the cat is around the corner. And to me, that's a good bit smoother and darker than the uh, right. 416 here. It has a slight bit more low end and a little bit smoother, less bright top end. Yeah, it's a very smooth mic. Here, let me, let me switch back because I'm holding this thing in my hand. One second. And don't do that at home. <laughs> yeah, definitely don't do that at home. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's interesting. But uh, I'm talking about smoother mics for female voices. As you know, Road have sent us some stuff. Well, yours is in transit. Um, I got a couple of mics arrive here. One I've used on my daughter for my daughter for her voice work, having a lighter teenage female voice. I set up the NTG3, which doesn't work for my voice at all. But for her, it's perfect because it gives that sort of warmth, that sort of thing that's yeah. kind of missing there and smooths it all out. So that works great on a female voice. But the one that's actually blown me away, I must admit, we, we talked about the NT1 some time ago when we did a mic shootout, how bizarre right. that was that it sounded it's like a 416. like a 416, yeah. Yeah, it's like, wow. Um, this mic is the NTG5, which is the new one. I did a, a mix of this microphone with a 416. I've sent it off to a few people, including you guys, to have a listen to. And what I did was cut between half a line or a line here and a line there, swapping from mic to mic. The only difference was I had to lift the level of the 416 because it was about 3 dB quieter. There's bass difference um, too. I know I sent you the, the, those files where there were three mics I did together. Yes. But when I did the cut together, everyone I've sent it to can't pick the edits. In fact, it got to the point where... Two days later, I couldn't remember where I did the edits either. So you need markers in Twisted Wave. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but I, I couldn't hear, literally could not hear the difference. It's mm. an extraordinary microphone, and it's like half the price of a, a 41.6. Yeah, and, and I wonder if some of that bass difference is just slight different positioning of the diaphragm within the tube and the proximity, just the placement. I would say definitely because it's a smaller mic, so I don't know. Like if I move into it like now. There's the bass. Oh, there's wow. the bass. There it is. Oh, that's, yeah. that's there's the, the million dollar voice. One. So, but I'm now about sort of eight inches away from the mic. But coming well, in about three inches people, away. Yeah. Yeah. On these shotgun mics, the capsule is not where you think it is. Mm -mm. You know, no. A lot of people think that they're obviously the, well, the, the mics, the tip of the mic's there. That's it. Mm -mm. No, yep. it's, it's actually three, four, who knows how many inches, but quite back far there. back. Yeah. And so proximity effect's quite different on a shotgun. You know, it can yeah. be that like in the case of this mic, you actually get some proximity effect and on a four sixteen, you don't get quite as much. Well you do. I mean you can really play a four sixteen. I mean that's that that's that bite and that kind of But it's not that giant bottom end of like a TLM one oh three or something. Right. Yeah, because you cause you can't you can get infinitely closer to the diaphragm on the TLM one oh three than you can. Yeah. But because right. this one's about probably three quarters the size of a, a standard shotgun, I don't know where the diaphragm is, but I'm coming in pretty 
close, maybe about three inches from the mic. Well, here, let's try you this. Can, you can definitely hear the difference. Let's, oh, let's, yeah. let's try this, because you're on the NTG5, I'm on the, I'm on the 416. So yep. um, I know your hands are and more... your voices s- are exactly the same. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, well, and also, there's another comparison here. I know my hands are much larger than Andrew's, but... Um, <laughs> so Is that your hands being larger, or... <laughs> anyway, we're, we're, <laughs> we'll touch on that later. It's beer but, clock. Uh, <laughs> so so let, let's just do, like, the pinky thumb thing, you know, where you, you just... Put your hand, yep. okay? And so Chaka. let's start there, right, like, from the tip of the mic, and here I am, pinky thumb away, one, two, yep. three, one, two, three, and now and I'm right up on the mic, one, two, three, one, two, three. One, two, three, one, two, three, and then right on the mic, one, two, three, one, two, three. I think that has a much bigger proximity effect than the 416. Yeah, yeah so it's shorter. Yeah. Um, so you've got a shorter distance to the capsule, and that makes a lot of sense. And it also makes the microphone more versatile, I, I think, for different reads. Right. Well, it's, it's a blessing and a curse because it's either less consistent or more, more, more versatile. Yeah. I'd go the latter, but I know what you mean. If you're disciplined and you have a seat. And you know what you're doing. <laughs> and you know what you're doing. One of my good friends in voiceover, Anthony Mendez, he is a big fan of the Sennheiser 8040. This is a tiny little capsule microphone. You know, it's a little tiny short mic. And oh, um, 80, 40. it sounds amazing, but because of its size, it takes a lot of discipline to use it properly. You yeah. know, it's extremely easy to pop it and uh, it's very sensitive, but it's essentially the next generation of the 416, the 80 series. They have the 80, 40, 50, 60. What's the 8000? They make a large diaphragm. Like, oh, there's also the 8000. That's that, an that interesting mic. Ma- that's a magnificent microphone. Yeah, it is a magnificent mic. But the 80 series is like their let's let's take the, you know, let's up let's take the 416 electronics into the 20th 21st century, you know, and and so it's RF take it to the next level. Is it is it still RF? Is it MKH? So the MKH yeah, it's the MKH 8040. I believe that makes it an RF. I think all the MKHs are RF. Yeah, it's it's a fan, fantastic sounding mic, but yes, it is not a shotgun. It's a cardioid, but you have to really know how to work it because yeah. uh, it's not forgiving. So yeah. a short shotgun like the Rode is going to be way more forgiving and a lot easier to work. So it's, mm-hmm. so it's sort of like an upgrade from the MKH-20 or the MKH-40. Right, right. And I know the MKH-40 actually... Had one at one time. That's a great mic, is, man. Yeah, you put that well, thing on paper; really... it looks ruler flat. I mean, right. literally, it's just like, how did they do that? Well, the eighty forty is darn flat too, you know. Um, but uh, it captures the voice as it is. But yeah. you've got to know what you're doing. So, a short shotgun, you know, as long as you're like in the pickup pattern, mm-hmm. you you have a little bit more leeway. You can you can move in, you can move out, and it's going to be a little bit easier on you in terms of proximity effect. You don't have to be like, you don't have to pull out the ruler and make sure you're exactly the same spot every time. You have to put masking tape on the floor. Right. (laughs) Yes, the little red cross of masking tape, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've got got to say, um, I'm I'm super happy with the NTG5. In fact, I've taken the 416 or 416 and it's sitting on the bench next to me. So Brilliant. Well, I can't wait to try the... Try that mic when it shows up. I you better sell it before it, it before it loses value. <laughs> what the four one six or the forty one six? The forty one six. I I don't sell them anymore. I keep them all just so I can look at them. <laughs> well, That's what Rode I has a brand new. Um, speaking of you know new stuff from Rode, they have a new 
uh, mic that was released for video producers. Um, and what makes it really, really interesting is that it both at works as a, a mic that you can plug into a video camera um, with the TRS cable. It also will plug into a phone with a TRRS cable. And it has a USB jack that charges it, and it's a USB mic. Wow. So it wow. does all, and they, since they made it re- USB rechargeable, I guess they figured, well, let's just throw throw an AD converter inside that little puppy and make it a USB mic. It was, it was probably so on the same chip. They didn't even have a choice. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. But um, I just saw some reviews for it on YouTube. It's really interesting little mic. So I'm wondering if the NTG5 is related in any way or if it's a completely different mic. Because they um, have so many mics. They do. Their wireless system is insane, too. The Go mic. Have you seen the yeah. wireless Go mic? digital wireless system. It's amazing. This show was mixed by Voodoo Sound. Edit by Andrew Peters. Using Source Connect Now and Rode microphones. With technical support from George the Tech Whittem. Don't forget to subscribe and like us. (laughs) 